G'day everyone and welcome to episode 589, Aussie Tech Heads, recorded on the 21st of June 2018. How is it going? Bit of some, a few late nights for some of us, Watch up, up watching the soccer, and uh, I think Joe watches the soccer, we're going to talk to Joe in a second, we'll find out what's been going on, and who's winning, and what, what and his tips, any good tips he might have. Uh, this show is brought to you by ATH Web Hosting, so if you're looking for some nice shared hosting environment, we do SSLs, register, transfer, renew domains, all that sort of stuff, build WordPress, install WordPress, Drupal, one single click, and away you go. Well, maybe a couple of clicks and a couple of keystrokes, but it's pretty easy. Uh, yeah, so Aussie support and uh, drag and drop website creation as well. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads and youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads. Listen to us on the Aussie Tech Radio, which is a 24-7 back-to-back radio style type of stream of Aussie podcasts. So uh, for any, any podcast that has released an episode in the previous week, it'll be on there starting from... Friday, new episodes each Friday. So get your TuneIn Radio app, cross-platform, PC or mobile device, search up Aussie Tech Radio, and away you go. You can get us the show notes at aussietechheads.com.au forward slash podcast. Email us at all of our names uh, at aussietechheads.com.au, and that email is sure to get to that person. Uh, other shows, My Tech Opinion, Aussie Tech Crypto, they are actually going to record a show right now as we are. So uh, look out for that show as well. And the Aussie Max Zone. So uh, yeah, look out for all of those. All right, let's see who we've got in tonight. We have got Joe. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Uh, and uh, we have Jordan. Hey, Jordan. Hey, hey. as usual. Hey. It's good to be here. I haven't left. I'm still here from last week. Oh, good. And uh, look, we welcome back a familiar face and a familiar voice, Eric. How you doing, Eric? Gentlemen, how do you do? Nice to be back. Good, good stuff. Uh, so let's start. Well, let's start with you then, Eric. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> Since we last. Uh, how long? How yeah. long's a piece of string? Yes. Yeah, so, well, I don't even know when it was that you last were on, but uh, I guess you've been studying. I'll, I'll tell hard. you when. It was um, probably three months ago. I would say. Right. Yeah, Semester's over. Right. Oh, okay, good. So uh, that's why I'm here. Good stuff. And it's all no going good. To do, no study to do. You, you, I'm all good. You're taking the teacher a present? No. No, no apples? No. <laughs> no. Okay, good. <laughs> what have you been up no to, way. Jordan? Oh, I don't know. I'm having one of those. I'm having a social media week this week, I reckon. What are you doing? Well, I've got my, my kids arguing with me over me not letting them have Snapchat. She's only 11. Nah, don't give it a lot. What's wrong with Snapchat? No. Nah. I think any social media is, is they, you know, it, it says you've got to be 13 and yeah. a lot of parents don't, don't push <laughs> I follow that. that I follow that religiously. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think it's harmless enough, but their brains aren't mature enough to deal with whatever consequences may happen yeah they don't read between the they don't know how to read between the lines no, somebody can text right. something or say something can mean one thing or mean that's another right and it's, they're easy to get conned just... you know predators mainly yeah you well do. well i guess uh i guess like because my daughter's on instagram and you know what do you do like all their friends are on it but i hopefully keep a bit of a close eye on it but when she first joined up with it earlier this year uh, she was she was making these bath bombs and she was trying to sell these bath bombs and then she got this message through Instagram that said, oh, well, yeah, I'll buy some. Meet me at some place tomorrow yeah, and I'll buy yeah. some. 
and yeah, I bullshit. Uh, yeah, and I just said to her, just write back and say we accept credit card. What's your number? And never heard. I'll, from I'll post them to you. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, exactly. So uh, we we snuffed that one out. So I don't know, you know, who knows if it was good or bad, but you're not gonna you're not gonna. I think it's usually pretty it. sus when someone says I'll meet you in a park to buy your goods. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, I'll be the one in the, think, the raincoat, the long raincoat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and don't worry about that. Using her mum's Instagram. And yeah. being learning, learning, learning the ropes, so to speak, through using hers, and mm. and then her mum can watch at the same time. It's exactly. Kind of all right. mm. yeah. yeah. But when she wants to have her own Snapchat, because all my friends at school love Snapchat. Right. Yeah, no, 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 no way. Stuck between a rock and a hard place. I really do believe that social media at that age is the devil's work. It really can really screw up a mm. young adolescent's mind. Yeah. Um, well, what about that? Too much, isn't it? We didn't have that back in our day, you know. We'll, no, we were out playing or. You know, drinking in the park or something. Yeah, we didn't even really have mobile phones at all, really. Nothing. <laughs> no, your parents never knew where you were. Yeah, that's right. No. <laughs> You're going to be doing no, anything. Contact you. So we were, you know, we, we were able to go home and be safe and get away from all their troubles at school and things. Mm. But now you're that's right. Of, drink you water home and it keeps going. <laughs> drink that's water right. out of a hose. All that's the good left. stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and uh, Joe, how are you uh, combating social media with your your kids? Are they old enough for social media? Yeah, they're old enough for social media. I've got one that's uh, 28, the other one's 25, so I don't have to worry about that. Oh, anymore. yeah, no worries. 28? Well, you must have had them when you were about 12. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so what, what do you mean? Not, not a gray He must have been on social media when he was 12. <laughs> yeah, not a grey hair to be seen. What's going on? Yeah, but I, I remember the days when I used to go out and I never had a mobile phone and no one had mobile phones. And the only way you could get in contact with your friends was to ring them before you left home. That's right. Uh, yeah. and, and I'll meet you here at this time. You were, you were gone. You didn't know what to do online. You had to come back home. That's yeah. right. And if you say, I'll meet you here and they didn't show, you gave them half an hour and, and you split if they didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, now, Joe, uh, can you just, I don't know what's going on with your mic. It's just coming down a bit. So maybe, I don't know if you're moving in and out from it. But uh... I did find with uh, with Zoom, it has an auto, well, I don't know if it's on Windows, but on the Linux bomb when I was doing the Facebook streaming, I noticed it's got an auto volume adjustment in the Yeah, you can, you can take that off. You can, And if you turn that off, it won't go up and down. You can oh, do that right. in the Zoom settings. You can change that. Is that in the microphone setting? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did you, can you find that one, Joe? Um, how's that? It's just, it's just next to the microphone mute button on the bottom of your screen, of the Zoom screen, There's, and you just push the little up arrow and you'll see the audio settings. Or it's just go to video settings and that'll bring up the whole screen. That has your audio settings as well. I've got the volume mixer up. Yep. And cool. not the not, yeah, not the mixer of the computer, the mixer of Zoom. Ah, okay. All right. So, well, so moving on. Yeah. I'll yeah. leave that with you. <laughs> While Joe's doing that, like it's not too bad. What happens, I think, is when you start talking, or it's soft, when you start talking, it goes loud and then it sort of comes back down again. It's really weird. But anyway. if you talk loud, it'll pull you down, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, we'll uh just have a bit of a play. And we'll come back to you because I want to find out how the soccer's going. But uh, let's have a bit of a let's have a chat. Yeah. I'll get the abridged Sports version. Sports fanatic. Well, I don't watch it, so if Joe tells me what's going on, I'm I'm up to date. So I'll feel. Then that I'll leaves you better. time free to watch something other, some other sport. That's right. Yeah. I, I, yes, that's right. Now look, I got an email uh, from Ray. Hey Ray, I was yelling inside my head at work. Keep expanding on the backup and drives and systems available because my hours of research isn't providing a definitive answer to my many. TBs to be saved many times. All right. So, okay. So, backing up and space. I think we did touch on that last episode. Uh, so, what is the way to go? So, I don't... Look, I, I guess 
for storage, backing up a terabyte. Geez, that's a lot of that's a lot of data. Depends what it is, I guess. But uh, <laughs> you know, if it's going to be videos, well, why back them up? I just back them up locally. But anyway, if you want to push them to the cloud, unless they're home videos, home home yeah. movies, I mean that you want to keep forever, and you need to probably make a double of those. Yeah. So I think, uh, uh, yeah. So you probably got like uh, Google Drive, which is I think like twelve bucks a month. I think I. I was saying last week 12 bucks a month and it's a terabyte so that's a fair space fair amount of space mm-hmm. uh it's like a file storage so that's a like dip in save paste copy paste blah 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 yeah, like dropbox yeah like dropbox so 12 bucks a month for a terabyte you can't really go wrong with that uh you can buy more like you know like 10 terabytes and all that price goes up uh, accordingly there's also the amazon web systems or storage whatever you want to call it the s3 you get uh, buckets, they call them, and you just dump whatever you want in there. So you only pay for what you use, uh, which is not too bad. And I think it could be around about, what is it, about two, two and a half cents per gig, I think, something like that. But see, when you start getting terabytes, it starts adding up yeah, as well. Yeah. So I think Google Drive could still be the, the probably the cheapest way to go there. Uh, the, Google also has their storage systems, you know, like their uh, cloud storage like it's different to the drive where drive is like a more of a, a fluid sort of way to put stuff in a storage system as you put it in there to be taken out at a later time. Uh, but Google's got it. Microsoft's got them on the Azure. Yeah. You just got to work out what, what's the cheapest, what works, what floats your boat, I guess. Uh, any other comments with that? What, what do you use Jordan? You're a bit of a storage Hound? Well, yeah, I think I said that last week. I, I rule of thumb: you got to have one off-site, one on-site, and your main your main copy. And, and like you said before, if you've got videos that you probably would only back them up locally, if they're just movies and things that you know you've got copies of somewhere else on DVD or you downloading them or whatever it is that you do. Um, but your home ones, you want to copy them twice. I would suggest if you can't afford um, if you can't afford to buy any cloud storage, then maybe you can. Share some space with a friend, whether it be using like like I've told you before, Duplicati or whether or Duplicati or whatever you want to pronounce it, or whether you can get FTP or some sort of way of so that uh, say to a friend, you know, I'll give you some space if you give me some, or I'll drop a hard drive around to your place and set up. I, I um I use a iDrive.com.au yeah, and that's ninety nine bucks for a year, and it's two terabytes and up to ten computers. Yeah, right. I drive. Is that storage or is, that, is there a storage? Band, a band storage. No, no limit. No limit. Just no, storage. Just storage. So you, you, you get an app, download the app, you pick what folders you want to back up, and it just incrementally backs them up after they've you know fully gone up there. Yep. And um, 10 computers. And when you want to restore it, you just go in through the, through the app and just click what you want to restore, and it just drags it back down iDrive.com.au. It's two terabytes for ten computers. And how much was that? Did you say? Ninety-nine bucks for a year. Oh, you just can't go wrong with that. <laughs> I was on because I was on Carbonite. Bandwidth. Ah, uh, yeah, no bandwidth. It's just storage limit. Hmm. Um, so what's that? Eight dollars and twenty-five cents a month. Yeah, it's not. It's not a lot. I was on Carbonite, and that was start. And I got you know ten computers here, and that was costing me um, you know sixty sixty-five bucks a year. Yeah, yeah. Times 10. And I thought, geez, I'm not even looking at myself. So I thought, Mm. I'll get this. I drive two terabytes, cancel the carbonite, back everything up again, 
And uh, Bob's your uncle. It works really well. The only thing is that if you've got massive, like, was it Ray you said earlier was saying he's got videos? If you've got massive videos you want to back up, I assume you want to be able to, they're going to take ages to upload massive. It, it, it does take a while. It's going to depend on his bandwidth at, at, on his side. Yeah. I started this when um, <clears throat> when Telstra upload when Telstra upgraded the upload speed, so it took no time at all, really. And I was yeah. sending something like you know I was sending uh, you know sixty five gigs of photos up, and it took pretty much a couple of days. And just left it. Just left it. Well, I've, I've always liked being able to just, you know, have a USB drive or something. You can fill it up and then take <coughs> the USB drive to somewhere yeah, else. Somewhere then, else, yeah. And then continue the backups from there. Yeah. So you get the bulk of it, the bulk of it already in place. And then yeah. you just upload. You can use any sync application that can sync. Yeah, that's you know, right. Set up syncing. Otherwise, just, you know, keep adding manually or. Yeah, yeah so I, I'm quite happy with it so far. I hope it stays. Uh, I might look into that. It's because so it's, got a, a, it's yeah. a very reasonable price there. They got a special on limited time only fifty two dollars and twelve cents for the first year. There you go. Then it yeah bumps up to sixty nine fifty. That's not iDrive. Mm. And they've also got an app that's called PC iDrive PC Remote App. So it's sort of like uh, like all. Task Viewer. So it does like all the syncing and everything on scheduled tasks. No, you can log into your other you know client computers and whatnot, like Task Viewer, like Glenn uses. Task. But if you if you got if you sign up to iDrive, they give you that for free. What's task task viewer that Glenn uses? I'm... Oh, it's the old um, login log me in. Remember that old oh, team viewer? Team viewer, team sorry, viewer. Yeah. sorry, it's team viewer. Because task viewer is viewing <coughs> something tasks. else. Yeah, it's an old Windows three point one. Yeah, yeah, all right. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so that's a few options there, uh, Ray. So maybe one of those. But what I just want to just quickly expand on what Jordan was touched on before with his duplicate. Like you, you can do this, uh, say, off-premise storage for free if you wanted to, because uh, you just say buy a couple of terabyte drives, stick them at your mate's place, who's on a fair, yep. fair bandwidth and then uh, fair, you know, internet speed. And then with this duplicate, you install it on both systems, and you can FTP or whatever yep. way it, it moves across the interwebs. But it will, yeah, you can then back up to your drives on someone else's computer or add another computer of your choosing at his place. Yeah, his well, that's house. kind of. That's kind of our crash plan worked. It was like a friend-based thing. Like you'd add yeah. a friend and a friend would add you mm. and you'd share him some space and they'd share you some space. So you can just turn around to a mate and go, look, I'll I'll, I'll trade trade places with you. You give me your USB drive, I'll give you mine. Plug it in. Yeah, but crash plan stopped that when they ditched their home plans. Yes, so that, so and they... that's why everybody's jumped ship now trying mm. to find another I one. think crash plan is actually the, the, the iDrive of the people that actually used to own crash plan. Oh, really? Oh, right. Yeah. Mm, okay. okay, well, that explains a lot. Yeah. yeah, so that might, but they, you know, it seems good so far. Mm. Good. I might have looked into that myself because I've still I got think... Crash Plan on mine. But as you know, I think I've mentioned before that the, the stupid thing doesn't back up, uh, doesn't like the my map drives on the server. Right, so, right. So the only oh, way... this one does map drives. Yeah. So the this only one does map drives. Yeah. The only way I'm getting mine to work at the moment, this is Crash Plan, is then I've just done it before the shows because before I rebooted the computer before the show, I uninstalled Crash Plan and then I reinstall it later tonight because as soon as I boot with it installed it will stop working i've got to right. uninstall it reinstall it and that's right giving me the error well you might want to get onto this mate oh this one yeah. also just last thing it allows you to either just just upload your your files to their drives or you can make a local copy of it as well oh same as crash plan yeah right yeah. nice so you can do both so if you think oh it's over there i'll grab it because i deleted it from my main drive i'll just drag it from my a local you know partition or whatever yeah 
Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, it's a support. I don't know where they, where all the data's held, but you'd have to probably ask them if that's an I issue for you. I've been around for years. I'm surprised that I haven't stumbled across this before. If you exceed the storage limit, there may be an overuse charge of 25 cents per gig per month. And that, again, is pretty reasonable because that's yeah. just what AWS is. I just wanted to quickly show you uh, or tell you about the AWS calculator. If you know it, if you haven't seen it, you can Google it and you'll find it. Just the Amazon calculate price calculator or whatever. Is um, in US dollars though. Do not forget. Oh yes, that I did get stuck with that once. And Eric, you were right. You point me on the right track. <laughs> so, so it is in US dollars. But the uh, yeah. So what you do is you can yeah just punch in how many gig that you're going to have and all that, and then uh, yeah, it'll tell you how much it's going to cost you per month. So easy as so storage. You know, standard storage. You want a terabyte. 1,000 gig, so that's going to cost you 24.87. But don't forget, when you do it this way, it's not just your gig, but also your requests. But they're rather large, so you can, you know, they give you 200,000 uh, copy or paste or whatever a month. It's so, quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, it's quite a bit. But the main thing is your is your storage, and you can go down to the glacier. But then if you start pulling stuff from the glacier, it starts getting more expensive. Yeah. Et so 24 bucks is 30 plus GST. But I think for the purpose of yeah, this, I think I drive that. That is looking. That's a great tip. Glad, great, glad you come on tonight, Eric. That's great. <laughs> Now, how's uh, how's I think Eric got a little bit lonely in the Facebook the Facebook game. <laughs> it's like, how are all these guys live and I'm not there? What's going on? Oh, I used to watch you guys and go, oh, bloody yeah. essay. <laughs> I missed it again. Now, how's Joe going? How are you going, Joe? Yeah, good. Is that any better now? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Beautiful. Okay, um, cool. Now, tell me, tell tell me, fill me in about the soccer. What's going on? Who's 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 winning? Who's your tip to win? And uh, when does it finish? Uh, it finishes uh, at the end of the month. Right. The, who, who's going to win? Look, it's really hard to call it at the moment. All, all the teams are playing really well. Um, this year uh, on this World Cup, it's – how can I say? It's Is Australia still in? Yeah, they're playing tonight at 10 o'clock. Oh, okay, um, good. Yeah, they have to win. If they don't right. win, they can pack their bags and they can come home. Oh, right. Well, I'll be going for, I'll be going for them. Um, hopefully no one's watching it on Optus because they've had a bit of a problem <laughs> <laughs> through the well, week. So, Actually – the best time to go on Optus is now because no one's on it yeah. and you get a free run. Yeah, what was that, Joe? Yeah, I've actually got Optus and I know a lot of other people have got problems with their Optus, but I haven't. Um, the only thing I could suggest is that if you're running with Optus on the Optus cable and you're using the Fetch TV box, try using that rather than using any other way of um, watching it, like stream it via your computer or stream it via your uh, Apple TV or anything like that. That seems to work the best that mm. I've noticed. Right. Yeah, okay. Cool. So the problem with it, if you haven't heard, Optus has opened up its uh, uh, subscription broadcasting service to all Australians for free until the end of at the end of August and surrendered its exclusive broadcasting rights to the 2018 FIFA World Cup group stage to SBS in a bid to make peace with disgruntled customers. So people were tuning in, as what Joe was saying, and just getting the old buffer circle. And uh, wasn't good at all. It's uh, I think that they were tuning in, getting something like this playback errors and and blah blah blah. Uh, they were initially set to show pretty much most of the uh, soccer games under exclusive license from SBS, but obviously you could imagine the backlash that they experienced in the opening days of the tournament has seen Optus work to mend a customer confidence in addition to its connectivity issues. <coughs> now the chief executive Alan Liu. Uh, probably wishes he was on one, took a press call on Monday night to announce it 
it would cede some of its exclusive FIFA World Cup broadcast rights to SBS. So now you can watch it all on SBS rather than the Optus. So, uh, so that's strange, I guess, that, you know, so Jode hasn't seemed to have any problems, but uh, as he said, it may be, yeah, some, just some how people do connect. Uh, since Monday, Optus has delivered the last six matches without issue. This has provided the confidence we needed to reassure the Australian public that we have addressed these issues. I don't know what it is, but you, you find that, you know, Telstra's had issues, Optus has had issues, and it's all, uh, it just seems to be crumbling, doesn't it? I don't know if it's just, is it, do you think it's just people that are just coming through? Is there no accountability in these job roles anymore? Is that why things are failing? Mm-hmm. Because I just no think there's not, enough, there's not enough um, bandwidth. There's not enough pipes. And yeah. all, the, all the bandwidth they're selling to the NBN, so there's nothing left for anyone else. But if that's the case, don't they, uh, isn't this sort of checked before they start going? Oh, let, let's just stream the soccer World Cup to oh, the whole don't be silly! Oh, come on, Australia! Come let, on! That's like we've been doing the last couple of weeks. We've been streaming. That's a, you know, that's that's the Bill Shorten. I don't know what she said, but whatever she said, I support it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Write it down on a napkin. She'll be right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. If any, if anyone remembers when the uh, English Premier League first started, they did have some similar issues. Um, they had uh, streaming issues and people were complaining, but they did have some sort of a fix there in place. And then you, you'll um, you'll remember that since they fixed it, no one's complained ever since. Mm. And now, I'd, love to, I'd love to know what they did. Yeah, well, that, that's interesting. I'd like to know what they did too. But um, the um, it it seems to have come back for whatever it is. It, it seems to have come back. It might have just been. It might be just a programming issue for all we know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what it was? But. But you would think, like you know, like I don't know how many how many people could you put it uh, stab in the dark, Joe? How many people do you reckon would sign up to stream it from Optus? Like a million? Well, I, I, I remember seeing a graph somewhere. Um, it was over a million subscribers watching the World Cup this time round. I can't remember right. where I saw that graph. There was a graph showing uh, the subscribers to watching the World Cup, the subscribers watching the rugby league, and the subscribers who were watching uh, the cricket. Um, cricket was something like I can't remember it was three hundred and fifty thousand, and the uh, rugby league was like 20, 20 people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and then, and then you've got the um, the the soccer. There was over a million subscribed people watching it this time round. So you got so a million. Big, yes, big it, thing. It is. It's a big number. But then when what I was going to try and do is to compare it to say like Netflix or something like that, because mm. you have to think there'd be. Would you think there'd be a million people on Netflix? Oh, in Australia, easily. Yeah. So, so they don't... But maybe not all at one at the same time. time. Yeah, 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 true, true. But anyway, well, it's on SBS, so uh, coming over the air is better than coming through the pipes. So that's good. Uh, okay, so what other... Have you got a story, Joe? What did you... Oh, you talk to us about... What is it? Splunk. You went and saw Splunk. I still yeah. love that name. <laughs> what was yeah, that about? I went to see, went to see Splunk. Um, it was uh, Tuesday. They had Splunk Live. Um, it basically it's like a, a database um, where uh, companies can uh, see all sorts of uh, data regarding anything they want on their on their businesses. Right. Uh, all in real time. Yeah. So I think I've got a uh, just our graphic here. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. So that, that what they do is they increase ROI reusing data across IT ops, learning, analytics, and support. So I guess it's for businesses that that have got just masses amount of data, like just absolutely masses amounts, and you want to pull out a very weird configuration of statistics. Uh, so this will let you do it. Is that about right? 
Yeah, that's right. Let's, let's say, for example, you've got a whole heap of people leaving your business and you've got no idea why. Why is it that so many people are leaving, leaving the business? Um, so what they do is with this software, they can actually drill down and find the root cause of what's actually happening. Mm. Yeah, so I guess, so for an example, what is it say like, you, they could say, show me, uh, so all the, of the people that have left in the last six months, uh, show me their gender, show me their hair colour, show their me prone, their pronoun, show me their, show me their, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, you put me off. Show, show me, show, me, show their, me your binary. Show me their hobbies or whatever, and then then they'll get a report out with, uh, yeah, with with some some data that you could probably look at and analyze yeah. and go. Another okay. another example they were using there was that if you've got a production line and you're wondering why at a certain time of the day um, something seems to fail mm. and and they can't seem to work out what it is. So what they do is they, they get all this data that comes from the software, um, from the Splunk software, and then they can analyze the data coming off it. Now, the data can come from a variety of sources. It can come from sensors. It can come from camera. It can come from um, IP addresses. It could come from... Uh, terminals, it can come from people's computers, it can come from uh, swiping passes, it can come from uh, in, any source of, any way the data can be um, implemented, they can use, they can they can monitor that. Right, yes. So they go ahead and they try and find out why is it that this sort of problem is happening, occurring at this time of the, the day, and they drill right into it to the, eventually find out what the problem is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty good software, isn't it? I bet you it's pretty pricey though. Uh, I was speaking to one of the reps over there, and they were saying that they they charge both per gigabyte. Right, right. So yeah. there it is. One hundred eighty-eight starts from one hundred eighty-eight dollars per ingested gig. So that's that's what does that mean? Prices is based on how much data you send into your Splunk installation each day with built-in volume discounts. So one hundred eighty-eight dollars a gig. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So what what that, that what that does is all this all this information is gathered. It goes into the Splunk service. It goes into the Splunk software, and then from there you can run commands and ask it questions. Pretty much like um, they actually, funny enough, they actually did a demonstration with Alexa, um, asking Alexa to to um, to find some information, and they actually got Alexa connected to it too now. Right. So with it, uh, so so Splunk's a bit of software that what sits on your desktop or onto the cloud onto the cloud somewhere so it's, it, it's, it's, it can sit in a, in a desktop it can sit in the cloud um you can run splunk on virtually any type of um, operating system so i guess like if it's running standalone on your desktop it'd be hard for them to gauge how much they're ingesting uh but so i guess if it's running in the cloud i wonder like if, if like a big company has got massive amount of data well they're going to have to have their data in like aws or somewhere so i wonder if they just just pipe it straight into the the Splunk software. That's right. Mm. If, if, if it is local, then they have to run it straight into the Splunk servers. Mm. Yeah. yeah then, it, then it comes back to them when they want it. Mm. Yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah, very, that's very interesting, isn't it? That's, I'll, I'll never have a use for it. 
<laughs> but it's very interesting what people can do with data. And that's where it's all that's where it all happens, isn't it? Like if you can manipulate data and make sense out of meaningless numbers and heaps of data that's just in the big pool, well, yeah, you're gonna make you're gonna make some money out of that, aren't you? That's what I guess that's what Facebook and you know all the Visa cards and that's what they're doing. They just know what everyone's buying. That they can see the trends and they just analyze the the hell out of everything. All right, good, Joe. So- there is a there is a um, for people who are interested in in using it and seeing what it's like. There is an introductory um, five hundred gigabyte uh, megabyte five hundred megabytes limit per day. So okay. They can use the software. Right. So if you want to see what it's all about and what it can do, you can actually download it, install it, and run it. And up to 500 megabytes per day of data, they allow you to use the software for free. Right. So if if you've got such a small business or um, local uh, need for something small to do, you can run it indefinitely and it'll still cost you nothing. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Well, it sounds like you had fun. Yeah, no, it was good. It was really good, really informative. Did they give you any cucumber sandwiches? <laughs> um, yeah, actually, they did. They gave us uh, coffee when we got there. Nice. Um, there was uh, brekkie, and uh, they also gave us, gave us lunch as well. Did you put the cucumbers on your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> nah. How do I get rid of this splunk? <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, because I remember I went to an Intel uh, thing once, and I remember I got uh, cucumber sandwiches. The only thing I don't eat is cucumber. And so they I come, love cucumber. Oh, they come out with cucumber sandwiches. I wasn't happy. Uh, all right. Apple has fined nine has been fined nine million dollars as federal court finds repairs policy has breached the Australian consumer law. So we remember. We won't go too much into remembering the story, but remember, Joe goes well, not Joe, but Joe blogs goes down to the Apple store with his uh, Apple iPhone. He's had his screen repaired by. Uh, by John down the street because, uh, I don't know, Apple shop might have been too far away or too expensive or whatever. Then something happens, his volume button falls out. So he goes into Apple and says, unrelated to the screen issue, my volume button fell out. And Apple goes, no, nah, we're not touching that because you've had that open by a, a third party. So that was pretty much the basis of what's mm-hmm. been going on. So anyway, the, uh, the ACCC has said that no, Apple, <coughs> for an unrelated issue, uh, you, you need to fix these machines. So it occurred that the problem also occurred after Apple released its iOS 9.2.1, which contained a factory test intended to verify the Touch ID fingerprint authentication scanner on the device was genuine. So this is also uh, part B of the the issue. However, the test caused once this test came out because you know it was probably mandated through the software update. However, the test caused Apple devices that had been repaired by unauthorized parties such. Um, to display this error 53 message that, that bricked the iPhone. And then Apple said, no, nah, wash their hands of it. So anyway, they've been fined $9 million. If you were one of these people that and then went out and bought another phone, well, what you could probably look out of the webpage, get the show notes, go to this article, maybe do some Googling because the, Apple said it would also provide a new replacement device if the consumer requests one rather than giving them a refurbished one. Now, this is if you were one of these people uh, that, that were dudded in this yep. instance, by Apple. Because so, yeah. at one point they were giving out refurbished ones instead of replacing the new one, if, especially if it was under warranty. They should not give you a refurbished phone if you're under warranty. Yeah, yeah. But how, but how are you going to know, though? You're not going to know, really. You? Uh, well, you do, because if they grab a phone from behind a genius bar that's in a brown box, it's refurbished, 
Yeah. If it's still if it's in the white right. box, like it's new. Right. Oh, okay. So I remember the only time I went in when I cracked the speaker on mine, I had to you know pay him the three hundred odd to get the the new the new one. Yeah, that's and, the refurbished one. You would have got a refurbished yeah, one. Yeah, I thought it come out of a white box, but yeah, oh, well, that's all right then. Yeah, so maybe it wasn't. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, cool. Any other comments on that one? All, all good. Uh, anyone else had stood? Jordan, you got a story, haven't you? You got a couple hidden away there. <laughs> I've got quite a few. I've, I've, I think since I got the streaming right, I've had more time this week. <laughs> good. Just so, so I started Monday getting stories. I've got a few. But just while you're on the Apple topic, I've got one here. That, um, it's not really a, an article, but it's it's, it's just a, it's an interesting read. It says, the five most important changes and additions coming to the iPhone in the next major update. Oh, hold your breath. iOS, <laughs> iOS 12. The first one is iOS 12 is going to make older iPhones faster. Which and, and newer ones slower. <laughs> yeah, <I reckon> it'd be <laughs> there are plenty of new features coming to iOS that are intended to uh, for uh, oh, they're intended for the latest models of iPhone, such as the what in um, what is it the inf, in, I can't even say that informationed mem, memoji whatever that is. Inf- informational memoji or something? I don't it's know. Something like, something like that. <laughs> uh, but one of the huge features that's um, aimed squarely at older phones is a major performance improvement. Uh, in testing this far, according to Apple VP, the software engineer Craig Federi, uh, Federici. OS, Federici. Federici. Uh, OS 12 makes older phones like the iPhone 6 Plus run more quickly. 40% faster app launches, 50% faster keyboard opening, and 70% improvement on opening the camera. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not sexy, but it's stuff like that that makes the user experience for the iPhone owners so much better. That's that's one of them. I can read the other ones to you as we go through the show, if you like. There's five of them. Oh, I'll do another one while we're on Apple. Do another one. Another one. All right. So number two is notifications tray is getting a major update, smartly copying Android's best feature, funnily enough. Uh, patent, patent infringement. <laughs> Ever slide down your notifications tray to find a mess of nonsense? That's most interactions with the notifications tray on iOS, unfortunately. One of the major arguments for using Android or for using Android over iOS is how useful the notifications tray is in the former. Uh, Apple seemingly addressing uh, that. Where, where am I up to? Sorry. Apple seeming, seamlessly addressing that. Uh, this, <laughs> I've lost my spot again. Oh, there we go. Was it personalized and emoji? Oh, anyway, I don't know. Call anyway, f- emoji. Yeah, sorry. Finally adding support for group notifications in the notification tray. So that's happening. I jumped a bit there. So they're getting group notifications in the notifications tray. All your text messages uh, notifications will be automatically bundled together, for instance, rather than than showing each one individually. And you can still tap on each one or you could swipe left or right to, you know, um, to stack them or clear them or whatever. Yeah, right. Nice. So that'll be good. I don't know what the iPhone notifications tray is like. I haven't used it one in. Well, that's uh, that yeah. making older phones faster. That's a direct response to the class action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But well, they make they, they make it sound like, oh, look what we've done. As if, hmm. gee, we're great people. No, you're getting sued. That's why you're doing it. They probably had to, uh, yeah, just t- they probably just tidied up a bit of code or something. Like, yeah, because of iPhone 11, remember everything slowed and everyone was complaining. I think it was started in about iPhone 9. 
Well, the look iOS what, nine. Well, look what uh, Microsoft did. They went from sluggish Vista to snappy everything else. Seven Win- and Windows ten. Seven was lightning fast. Yeah, they, I don't know what they did. They just gutted all the the rubbish like Aero and all this sort. But of they stuff had like so it. many problems with um, with batteries and sluggish old phones, didn't they? Every time a new operating system comes out for Apple. Mm. The, yeah, the older generations always suffering. Yeah, the ba- and the battery life goes stupid. Yeah. And I've always been led to believe it's just a, a way to turn over. It, well, that's what <coughs> that's what they're being accused of, and that's why they think they've decided. Oh, I think they're onto us. <laughs> I think you know we better start just not doing that anymore. You know, I had someone ask me today. Someone that's starting a new, one of the parents starting a new school, and they said to me, "Oh, I've got to have a MacBook for school." I'm like, "Oh, do you have to?" Yeah, well, no. Well, I don't reckon you do. Why would you? I, would you what, I mean, what would you think was the best option in this day and age after all these years? I mean, I, I, once upon a time, I would agree. That yeah, Apple, once upon a time, was, I would have agreed as well. And they're in front and they're innovative. Well, there you go. I said it this week. I couldn't say it last time. Innovative. No, I can't do it twice. Innovative. It's not all that. Innovative, as you've corrected me, but innovative is another way to say it. I just innovative. can't say <laughs> Which one would you say, you know, would you say, to, if you would say to listeners now, which which laptop would you recommend for them? Oh, well, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you right now. I just think it's out of reach for most parents to hmm. um, pay $2,000 for a laptop, like a MacBook, not the MacBook Pro, but the MacBook that's you, so underpowered. Do you think um, they're going to get more benefit out of a Windows one with, you know, speech recognition and all these? Well, I think they're pretty much caught up. I think they're pretty much caught up Windows. <clears throat> and don't forget, most of the things that the schools do now, because, well, well the, for example, the kids, the school my kids go to, they've always been Windows, um, you know, laptops. And last year, or this year, they were supposed to bring in, um, bring your own device. So you pick what you want to bring in, and um, they will, you know, Macs, whatever, no no tablets, <clears throat> basically Macs or, um, or Windows. And then they they backed out of it and said, no, no, we're sticking with our existing Windows platform. <clears throat> I think they realised that on um, the stuff that they use for school these days, most of it is online. It's all cloud-based. It's all, yeah. it's not app, it's not Apple operation or, or operating system specific. Yeah. So there's no need to have it specifically as a Mac. All the software <clears throat> is provided on on. What do, yeah, because what do they call that online thing they're all using? Okay. Canvas. They use all Canvas. Campus or something like that. Yeah, can, they, they've got an online system. You can use that on a Mac or a, yeah. or, or, or a Windows thing. But and if you were use... talking innovation, I would have thought that the Windows innovation is is just a little bit – I think it's just notched in front of Apple now. It is. It is. Absolutely, I agree. I, if you <clears throat> spoke to me about this three years ago or even four years ago, I would have said, no, nah, you're crazy. But <clears throat> at the moment, definitely, I think – Windows are way in front because most of the, the the smart thing Windows did is they made sure all their Office applications were available on the Mac. Mm, yeah. So it doesn't matter now that their Mac all their Mac Office platforms work with with Windows and vice versa, and Windows is half the price yeah. of um, a Mac. But it's the same also with like the phones. Like I've had my Android phone now for a week or so, I guess, and I just I just I do like all the additional settings and additional customizations that you can do i do miss the ios at some times like no doubt about it but i I also what what i miss is made up for in how i can manipulate the the phone more (coughs) to what i need now we've got a 
a uh, we, we're streaming to Facebook, as as you know. We're trying to do that each week now from around about 7 o'clock or whenever we start, which could be um, changing or whatever. It's malleable, so just keep an eye on your notifications there. But, but anyway, uh, Levent's in the chat now, and he goes talking about this uh, software slowing things down. He goes, it's true. He used to do electrical engineering about seven years ago back in uni, and we were taught how to make software do how to make software do products obsolete same with making products die after warranty yep yeah so there you go exactly yep. i'll yeah. tell you a funny story i had a car i won't tell you which brand because i don't want to get sued <laughs> for slagging off these but let's just say it was a german brand fiat that's italian you idiot <laughs> um and four year it was a four year four year warranty yeah and the month after the warranty finished, everything pretty much just fell off this car. Air conditioning stopped working. Bits and pieces were falling off the, the chassis. Oh, no. It was it cost me over three and a half thousand bucks to fix this. Oh no. Jeez. And I got rid of it. I got yeah, rid of it. And I'll never too. buy that German brand again. Mm. <clears throat> no, no, that's no good. Uh, all right, so look, moving on. Look, you can download now. Google Podcast has been released this week. So it's a podcast app uh, on the Google platform released by Google. Uh, it's probably not as good, nowhere near as good as iTunes yet, but there are other podcast apps on Google if you're on the, uh, whatever, Android, if you want them. But they've, Google's unveiled a podcast app for Android devices. Uh, and so it's available now globally. I've downloaded it. Uh, this has the potential to help double podcast listenership worldwide over the next couple of years. So yeah, you can subscribe, you can play, do all the little basic things. But uh, look, it'll probably improve over time. It's version probably, I didn't screen cap what version it was, but it's probably version 1.0. So yeah, that's good. It's good getting there. Getting there. What's, uh, it's got to be better than the podcast app on It Apple. is version 1.0. I just looked it up. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, all right. So, who, Joe, what else have you got? What other stories have you got for us? Um, we've got YouTube. Um, the red version is now turned to premium. Yes. Has anyone ever used so does that mean they're blue tube now? Has anyone ever used the YouTube red? No, no. YouTube red, no. no. It keeps, it keeps, yeah. every, every time I log into YouTube, it keeps asking me, do I want a free not, trial? Not, not RedTube, Red YouTube Red. Oh, no, that was RedTube. Yeah, sorry, no. No, <laughs> I, I haven't tried either of the Red Tubes or YouTube Reds or whatever they are. No. Which one's got better quality video? I've got to check them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, look, YouTube um, Premium, um, is as it's known now, as, as of the Monday, the 18th, um, it replaced um, YouTube Red. Now, YouTube Red, for those who don't know, was the ad-free version of um, watching YouTube or even listening to YouTube music. So you get that ad-free? Yes, yes. And I think it also worked on it worked on your Google Homes a bit easier than... Because, you know, when you say, I'll oh, play something from YouTube, uh, well, it won't work, will it, on your Google Home? Yeah, that's right. What, what would happen is that if you didn't have YouTube Red... It would only play generic playlists, like for example, uh, can you play um, '80s music? And it would play like the top 180s. You couldn't specifically say, "Oh, can you play, um, you know, Madonna, for example, or anything like that." It'll play just the whole 100. It couldn't wouldn't play the yeah. the specific song. Yep. Yeah. So, so it, and it's and it's good because it plays the latest songs as well that are in the top 40 at the moment. Right. Right. So, how much is it? Do you know? 
Yeah, look, it, it's it's going to be twelve dollars per month for the YouTube Premium, um, or if you just want the music only, um, it's nine ninety nine. Right, right. Now, if you if you were uh, subscribed to the Red Tube before the eighteenth, they upgrade you to the uh, which was just a music pre- um, version of YouTube. Uh, they they upgrade you to the premium. Oh, right. Yeah. Now, so just, what do you get? You get do you say you get movies and TV and all that? Is that what you get out right. of this? You okay, get, so it's like joining Netflix. Yeah. Well, it's not, there's not as many titles as Netflix. Right. But there's they're building on them. Yeah, I'm sure that'll get better. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think like if you, if you get some um, YouTube Premium, you'll get uh, ad-free music. Um, one of the big pluses is that you can listen to music in the background. So you don't have to have it. You don't have to have your screen on to hear the music. Okay, well, all right. Because in the past, what you'd notice that if you didn't have the YouTube red, as soon as your screen turned off, your music would turn off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. So with with the premium, you know that doesn't happen. You actually continues to play. It allows you to download songs as well, so that you can play them when you're offline. Right. So it's like Spotify, the music bit. By the sounds of it, if you stop yeah. paying, the, the license expires, and then you can't play the music anymore. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's probably got a little way to go to catch up to Spotify. but uh, Oh, yeah. Spotify's but, been around a while. Yeah. That's what that's what everyone uses around this place. Yeah, well, that's what we use around Well, I was using Spotify, but I stopped using it as of a few weeks ago. Why is that? Right. I, just, I just continued using YouTube Red or Premium now. Yeah. Right. Well, and so all the music you listen to is on is still is available on the YouTube Red Premium, whatever. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Yep. yep. Right. Do, do, do you listen to Andre Rieu? <laughs> no, I don't listen to Andre. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to Peter Andre. Yeah. Oh, Peter Andre. Peter Andre. What's happened to Peter him? Andre. Get the Andres back to front. Yeah. So, yeah. So okay. So that's all right. I know. Um. Yeah. Look, you probably, everyone probably likes watching YouTube without ads, but. Oh, you know, you, all these little $10, $12 a month, they soon add up. I know, that's how they get you. Dollar yeah, you, know, you know what I wonder? I wonder, maybe someone might know this, is if you're actually using YouTube Red and there's no ads, so how do these uh, people get their money? Like, how do they... By you paying 12 bucks. Well, that, that works? Yeah. So you reckon that they divvy it out? <clears throat> yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay. How do you like Spotify? They do that with Spotify. They divvy out the subscription money. After they after their costs and their profit margin, whatever they must. Doesn't Spotify normally pay the um, the artist as 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 you listen to their music though? Yeah, but it's a very small amount. Very mm-hmm. small amount. So, for example, I did they did an analysis a little while ago, probably a year ago, that if for Taylor Swift would have to have one of her songs played a million times, which is probably possible worldwide, mm. for her to get a check for you know five thousand bucks. Yeah. Right. So it's a very bad. small amount. Hmm. But once these businesses get in front, it's pretty hard to knock them off the top anyway. Yeah, yeah. It becomes tradition. Early adopters. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not. <clears throat> when you're first to market and you've captured the market and you're good at what you're doing, which Apple used to be. Um, but even so, it's taken a long time to even get close to half knocking them off the perch. They're still in front. And they well, only, the because they had, only because they had momentum. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Once you get the momentum, like Spotify's got the momentum. It's mm, very hard for anyone. It's been even hard for Apple to knock them off the perch. Oh, mm. Apple's iTunes offerings are terrible. That yeah. streaming platform, they should have a separate app for their streaming because it's so buggy, especially for Windows. <clears throat> I don't use it. I can't even get iTunes up on Windows and to, to play a movie preview. It's so buggy. It mm. just hangs my whole system. 
Yeah, yeah. Look, I just don't. Yeah, Terrible. I don't like that Apple Music anyway. I just didn't like the UI. I was, I just no, the UI is, is, is just so infantile. Like I had, when I bought my iPhone 6S, I got, I think, 12 months free of mm. Apple Music. And I, I think I, I logged in. I oh, cool, you know, free mute the music. And I went, blah, blah, blah. I went, I can't. I don't even like the app. I can't even use it. I didn't like the look of it. I didn't <laughs> yeah, like it's, the, it's a turn-off. Yeah. It's a turn-off. So I just went back to just ads on Spotify. So that's yeah. how much I didn't like it. The other app that I actually start using, I don't know if anyone else uses it, is Deezer. Has anyone else used Deezer? No. Yeah, Jace, uh, Jace uses Deezer. He loves it. Yeah. Yeah, he's a... He's a... That, that's another version of Spotify. Uh, I actually use Deezer rather than using Spotify. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I know there's there's a few out there. I've got the Spotify family, and then everyone just logs in and whatever they want to do. So it's just easier. But yeah, all the little things yeah, add up. Same. Uh, Amazon brings Prime to Australia. Yes. Yeah. So I, re- I was I've been on Amazon Prime for two years. Yeah, and like it. Yeah. Yeah. But see, I just signed up to the US version. But you're not ordering goods. You're just using the video stream. Is that right? Oh yeah, I use it for the videos because I wanted to. Get, I wanted to watch Grand Tour. Right. Right. Is that still kicking the old, goals? The old, top, the old Top Gear. Is that still kicking goals? That show, or is it died? Yeah, off? yeah. They've done two seasons. Yeah. Right another on. one. Not another one coming up. Right, uh, Australians will pay less than a third of the price of Prime in the US, where it costs seventeen dollars. Yeah, well, seventeen dollars fifty Australian in the US. A Prime yeah. subscription costs four dollars ninety nine in Australia, with with a limited period. Yeah, yeah, but then uh, that will stop on thirty first of January two thousand and nineteen before it rises to six ninety nine. So that's still cheaper. Well, ten yeah. bucks. That's all right. Yeah, customers get two, two. Day delivery to major metro areas, including all state and territory capitals, other than Darwin, poor Darwin, and a host of larger cities such as Armadale, Geelong, and the Sunshine Coast. Prime also offers free standard international delivery on orders over $49, as well as typical Prime perks, including access to the Prime video streaming service. And that's um, it. Yes. And TV, so it's movies, TVs. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's good. Now... The Amazon's US website, hang on, Amazon's Vice President of Prime International, Jamil Ghani, said in a statement that Prime in Australia would offer free international delivery on products sold on the US site, which shoppers could order on the Australian site. So this, in in effect, circumventing the geo-blocking. That's it. But then, wasn't there a hoo-ha the other week about Amazon (coughs) going to geo-block the US site? Because they didn't want to go through all the GST rubbish. Well, they so, just well if they if they're buying it out of the the Australian site, they're already set up for GST, so they'll just transfer it across. You just pay the GST to the Australian site. Now, since the day before Amazon started taking orders in Australia, shares of Maya uh, were down forty one percent. Well, they minus a dollar now. Yeah, I don't know. no, they were down forty one percent. You can't go. Into the negatives, can you? No, I don't know. I reckon they're going to get a point that they'll be paying you to hold their shares. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> shares of Harvey Norman are down 17% and shares of JB are down 5%. So it just goes to show you how the market reacted when Amazon yeah, flung its doors open over here. But, geez, Maya was a bit of a shock. Like, no one ever... What are they worth now? Maya, they're hopeless. I don't know. I don't know that that's that here. But well, I'll I- give you an example of Maya. I ordered some goods from Maya. Yep. And they sent it in... Th- I've ordered... Two packs of undies, two packs of socks, right? Were they the Superman they, undies? They, yes, they were. <laughs> and they sent it in three different packages, packages over a week. 
And then people wonder why they're not buying from Maya. <laughs> well, I remember reading the story oh, a little while ago how I think Maya re- were refusing or, you know, really bucking the trend to go onto an online store and they didn't want to do that. Yep. Yeah. And But now they have to. And I guess that they've come late to the party. They've uh, the, the store's probably rubbish. They're probably shipping one pair of undies. They, they, you've asked for three. They've shipped the three individual pairs. Well, there's a three right. pa- there's two lots for th- a three pack. One pack had three, another pack had three. And the socks were the same. One pack had four, another pack had four. They're all wrapped individually. If you go to the store, you'd pick up the package, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're but, worried about plastic. So they, they've gone, okay, I'll, there they are. I'll grab that, put it over there. Let's send it out. Let's send it out over a week, shall mm. we? Well, well, hopefully they weren't refurbished. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know, you got to watch yourself these days. Well, if they are refurbished, maybe I'll order from the ladies' department. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. That's, that's, that's a bit creepy. Lady, uh, um, edit point. Edit. You no, better add YouTube to your spam blocker, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't red tube. Come on. Now, <laughs> after this, now, how's this? Did you know that? Uh, as of June 2016, before we stopped counting, there was 900, no, there's 90,000 dial-up internet subscribers left. 90,000. Yeah. Who are these people? I'm going to go around there and g- give them a bit of uh, what for. Punch them in the neck. Who are these people? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, after 20 years, uh, Optus is killing off its dial-up internet service. Uh, Telstra announced it about two years ago. Telstra kicked it, um, so Optus is about to kick it. I think the last day for. I think that I think that tells a story about Optus right there. <laughs> Optus's last day for internet dial-up is the fifteenth of July two thousand and eighteen. So if you have a if you've got a dial-up internet connection and you're listening to us, which you probably wouldn't be because you wouldn't be able to download us, it, takes, <laughs> it would take you. Say the podcast is what. Say seventy megs. Seventy megs. That's right. It, it would take. It, I remember the dial-ups would would say maximum thirteen meg an hour. So what's that going to yep. take you about four or five Three hours to download so our show? It's the best way for them to make a deal. Like you know, five bucks a month for five hundred mm. meg because nobody could download more than that. So that's now right. make them, we'll, right. we'll give you dial-up five bucks a month, unlimited. Yeah, go for it. Unlimited, unlimited yes. frustration. <laughs> unlimited. You can have it for five dollars a month. Unlimited. No worries. Maybe yeah, no worries. That. download all you want. Download all you want. Maybe that's what they thought they would do with the this obsolete technology coming up. Maybe they, we'll use all that dial-up infrastructure for the the World Cup. For the World yeah. Cup. <laughs> we'll put that. That's yeah. what the problem was. Exactly. Hey Barry, can you plug that in over there, mate? <laughs> Plug it into the dollar. It's not making the right noise. Hang on, hang on. I know. I thought it was a bit funny when I went onto the Optus uh, streaming site. I heard that that handshake, that that <laughs> modem handshake. Yeah, that. That's weird. That's weird. I haven't heard that for a while. I wonder what that's happening. Now, look, it was so it was so uh, weird. This story when I read the stats and everything, and I thought, geez, I haven't seen a uh, you know a dial-up modem for ages. So I went onto eBay. I thought, I wonder even how much they are. And you know, I found one. Not what they used to be. They're like USBs now. No, they're well, tiny. Yeah, they're, they're little. You plug the phone cord into a USB, like a t- type of a box, which is just you know, just a little box, and it's got the USB hanging out the other end of it. So you plug it in that way, not like the old days. Oh, so that's so super you, technology. So you're stuffed now with MBN, aren't you? Because you know, 
your phone runs over your internet. So I yes, that's gonna, right. That's how, right. How's that going to work as a backup connection? Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny though? Before the you had the phone line and the internet ran over that. Now it's the other way around. It's the phone running over the internet. Mm. Yeah, and I've got dial up for backup. So the, yeah. these little USB modems are twenty bucks. I reckon we all chip in and we send one to <laughs> chip in five bucks each, unlimited. And we'll send, send one. Send one to Optus. Yeah. <laughs> so they might be able to tell them. I reckon them. I've got. I reckon I've got one in the shed actually. And, one and of put, those old ones put, off that runs off the serial cable. Put a sticker on the on the box over the plug hole for the phone cord and just yeah. put um plug World Cup here. <laughs> Send it to Optus. All right. That's funny. (laughs) Enough enough of that. Now, has anyone else? Joe, you got any more stories? Oh, no, Joe's gone. Jordan, you got any more stories? I've still got, I've still got, look at this. I've still got number three here of my Apple, my Apple story. All right. Here's number three. So, uh, what is it? Um, Next major update to iOS 12. So, number three is customize your life with Siri shortcuts. Okay. Siri is a kind of, um, what is it? Siri is kind of a mess in general, uh, but a new tool, Siri, has a lot of promise. It's called Shortcuts, and it essentially allows you to program a series of actions tied to a specific command or phrase. Uh, the example Apple gives um, an iPhone owner and sets a shortcut phrase, blah, 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 would be like um, heading home. So you'd say to Siri, heading home, and when Siri hears that, she'll retrieve directions uh, with, with the latest traffic conditions and then she'll she'll uh, text a roommate at home and say I'm on my way and then she'll set the thermostat you know to 70 at home on your fan so it's like a, a, a macro for Siri yeah like a macro for Siri yeah, yeah right yeah, it sounds interesting it, it does it does but you bet you it doesn't work yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing I found with the Android phone was that yeah the, the Google assistant works Oh, I reckon hundred percent better than Siri. No doubt, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. Like, yeah. I used to, I used to be a bit of a Microsoft supporter, still am. But when I used to think, oh, you know, Cortana's great, but she's got a long way to go in comparison as well to mm. the to, to Google Assistant. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I opened up Cortana on the PC uh, just to see what it was all about, and I noticed that when you install Windows Ten now, yeah, Cortana is there to help you along the way. Yes. Yeah, she'll so, talk to you all the way through. Like, yeah. She's pretty good. She's mm. pretty good. Yeah, she's not bad. I wonder why they don't have a guy virtual assistant. Well, I, wonder why I think they, they do. You can change the voices. Hmm. Right. You can change the voices. Yeah. I'm going to pick a binary person. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that earlier. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. But uh, what about the what about the football teams, the soccer teams? We've got all these women's football teams and males football teams and Oh okay. yes. What are we gonna do? We're gonna have what to about the what our, about the binary Olympics? Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to expand <laughs> our our sports regime. And mm. guess what? No one will go. Mm. Other binaries. But, so do you wanna I'll give you number four while we're yeah. while we're waiting. All number right. four is uh, more control over how you use your iPhone and more ways to monitor uh monitor that use with Apple's instruction. Sorry, introduction of the iPhone over 10 years ago, smartphone has taken over. It's easy to feel overwhelmed by the blurring of digital lives with our real ones. And Apple is introducing some voluntary boundaries for those looking for space. And I did read somewhere on the internet about this, that Apple just bought a company or something. Um, Anyway, in iOS 12, you'll be able to set your own app limitations. Uh, It probably won't hurt to limit yourself to less than an hour for social media per uh, per day, you know, on Facebook and that. 
to that end, Apple is also adding activity usage reports. Uh, even if you don't want the voluntary limit your, I'm stumbling everywhere, sorry, uh, voluntary limit your app usage, uh, perhaps seeing how much time you've spent scrolling through Facebook will convince you. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Additionally, yeah. uh, iOS 12 is expanding out the concept of do not disturb mode to a new do not disturb mode during bedtime instead of simply silencing your phone and ringing vibrations it will also withhold on-screen notifications and another right. another problem with the apple that uh levent in the live chat room has just said as well and this is another one that everyone's forgotten about is apple maps is still bad like, like when was the last? I don't use Apple Maps just because generically I know that they're no good. They're going to put me into a, off a cliff or something. So you just don't use them. Um, they can be very bad. I, sometimes Google can be bad as well. But Apple, you know, you put so okay, goes tells you to go in this direction, hmm. and then you're walking, and then suddenly it just turns around, and you think, oh, I'm 400 meters in the wrong way. Thanks a lot. So you walk back, yeah, and then it does turns it again. <laughs> I don't. I just don't. Or well, now I've got the Android, but I just stopped using the Apple Maps and just was using the Google oh, Maps. Oh, Maps! Anyway. I thought you said Apple Mac. No Maps. No, no, the Maps. I thought you were sitting there going, "Apple Mac's sending me backwards." I'm like, "What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? what? Apple Map? Yeah, Maps. I thought you were. Yeah, in comparison to Google Maps, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Google, um, Maps, Google Maps is way better. We're gonna go and see if Joe's got any more stories. Have you got any more, Joe? No, I'm done for today. He's I've good. got one. Good. I'll give you number. I'll give you number five of this thing then, and you can please do. Yes, we'll get on to the next. So the, the big finishing touch is FaceTime yes. is getting support for thirty-two people at once. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's okay. Good. But can you do FaceTime live like we're doing now? If they did that, you'll sell me. Yeah, well, that's what they're saying, isn't it? Thirty-two people at once live. Yeah, but so but you're on, your, your, on your computer. Like well, this, like we're doing now with all, like we're doing Facebook Live, for example. Yeah, you already know it and probably love it. The video calling service FaceTime is expanding out to a massive uh, support for 32 participants uh, participants at once. Dude, right. if they did FaceTime Live where you can stream mm. and do shows, perfect. But I think- and they're bringing them the memo. This we were trying to say this before, memoji, mm. uh, right into Facebook as well, or FaceTime, sorry. But I think the problem again and look, I'm not saying it's just, uh, you know, just just sticks with Apple, but it's with probably Google as well. But say the FaceTime is just only with Apple devices. So, it's, yeah. it's silly, isn't it? So like, this is, yeah. this is why I kept saying Messenger, Facebook Messenger is what everybody's using now. Mm. We were talking about Snapchat earlier. You know, my daughter's like, everybody at school's got, I've just got Snapchat. And I can't communicate with anybody because I've got an iPhone, I've got a Samsung and not an iPhone and and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, that's the only thing that's holding back yep. people yep. from changing. Yeah, is the yep. fact that they want their their iMessage and FaceTime. Well, they look understandably they're worried about a dil, uh, their product being diluted if it's cross platform. But on the other hand, they might actually get a lot of people on board because it is cross platform. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, they yeah. would. Yes, because I know, like, uh, the, uh, one of the things I miss from the iPhone is the iMessage, right? And yeah. I, I miss that. But and I went looking for a similar one on, on the Google, but there is none at the moment. Apparently, it's coming. But, uh, but is yeah. Is it Ola or whatever it is? Or, uh, the, Hello um, or something. Hello or something. But, but uh, you know, we've got so much free text messaging these days, I don't understand why we need it. 
Yeah, well, that, well, that's the thing. Like, once a, a cross-platform one takes off, and I think that's, you know, that can send... Well, receive... WhatsApp. WhatsApp is cross-platform. Yeah, yeah, and Messenger. Facebook Messenger. But WhatsApp, yeah. uh, it is cross-platform, but it won't, it doesn't receive or send as a text either. So, do you know right. what I mean? No, it does, doesn't it? You can tell it to be your, to be your no. message, SMS application. Well, not that I could figure out. Not that I could and find. you can do the same with faith uh, with the Facebook Messenger as well, can't you? I think you can take. I it don't out. know. Actually, the Messenger, about... yeah, Messenger, you can, but with the WhatsApp, well, I couldn't. I couldn't see that setting. No, but anyway, uh, I thought you could. Maybe I'm wrong. It, it might. Maybe it was WeChat or something. I was thinking of that did that. Yeah. Well, this is this is my last one for the week before we uh, wrap it all up. Mm. And you you remember getting one of these in the post, one of these invoice-looking letters from Domain Name Corp, wanting to renew your domain or whatever, pay, you know, $6 million and, you know, you'll be right for the next year. Well, they have been taken to the Federal Court. So the Federal Court of Australia has ordered two domain name registration companies to pay a combined $1.95 million for attempting to scam Australian customers into buying new domains issued by deceptive renewal notices. So I yeah, remember, stop doing it, Glenn. Yeah, I, I remember Michael from the Aussie Max Zone, uh, he did a little article on this and posted it up onto his site, uh, onto the Aussie Max Zone site about this because he received one and they are they do look like invoices and companies do pay them and they, <coughs> it's no good. It's no good. So they're, no, it's no good. I got one a few years ago and I thought, not from a hoster like you, would, um, and that's why I brought all my domains across to you to the hosting and registration. Because when you've got them all over the place, you think, oh, is that from my domain registrar? Yeah, so you right. think, oh, should I pay that? Then yeah. I look at it. Then I go, no, before I go do who is and look at the um, when it expires. Yeah. And they never match up. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So the ACCC alleged in. August, that from November 2015 to April 2017, the business has sent about 300,000 unsolicited notices to customers that re- yeah that resembled renewal invoices uh, for the recipient's existing domain name, but that the notices were in fact for the registration of a new domain name costing between $249 and $275. What a ripoff. Well, that's right, it was. And anybody who takes that is stupid. I mean, why would you turn around, you bought your domain for, you know, 20 or 30 bucks, whatever yeah. you pay for it. But and, then you... someone in, and someone invoices you for one that's five times the cost. Yeah, but that, the problem... Why I, would you pay it? Well, you and me wouldn't. But what happens is uh, that, that, that turns up on little Sally's pay clerk desks, you know, in a big conglomerate. And I'd had, be like, yeah. And, and I'd be been... like, well, why the hell didn't I charge her that in the first place? Like, yeah, why well, did she's... I charge her what I charged her? Well, she's probably got maybe she's... payment authority, say, up to 500. And she goes, oh, that's our domain name. Right, I pay that. Or whatever, without even really knowing. But mm. anyway, Domain Name Corp was ordered to pay $1.5 million while the affiliated domain name agency, also traded as Domain Name Register, was ordered to pay 450000 so the court also ordered the companies each be restrained for three years from sending unsolicited notices. Containing <laughs> so after three years, they can send more unsolicited notices. That's a stupid clause. But not not the same unsolicited notice, I wouldn't imagine. But like, I guess they're just like... You know, oh, I'd like to have a look at the ruling. I bet you there's a loophole in that. Well, it says uh, that they'll be restrained for three years from sending unsolicited notices containing an offer to register a domain name that is similar to a domain name already held. 
Right. So without so after so after three years. So without clearly including on the face of the notice the words, this notice does not relate to the registration of your current domain name. This is not a bill. You are right. not required to pay any money. Right. So what about when when, when they receive a bill for one that's exactly the same domain? Like I've got customers who have rung me and said, oh, you know, I just got this today and they forwarded me the email saying they have to renew their domain name. I'm like, it's not registered with that guy. I guess that the, the yeah right. I guess that they the, just try to trick him to register it with them. But I guess the difference there is that those notices are from overseas scammers, right? But mm. at least these ones, they were deceptive. They weren't a scam. They were just really deceptive, mm. right? So um, you were still getting you still you paid your two hundred seventy five dollars and you've still got that domain that was registered. You still got it. You know, it was similar to yours and it might have been a spelling mistake or something in there, but it was similar to yours and you still got it. So it really... So they were, you were getting a product for the money. Yeah, it, just it was wasn't, just deceptive. It wasn't the product you thought it was. That's right. So the... the, the uh, yeah, so the same conditions applied to the guy who ran it, Mr. Bell, for a period of five years. The director who has been disqualified from managing corporations for the same amount of time, he'll also pay 8000 toward the ACCC's legal bill. Well, there you go. Mm. All right. Good stuff. Well, I had to register on the, the, the no, what is it? Do not call, do register. Not call register today because I'm just sick of my mobile phone being telemarketed all day long. Just yeah. block it, mate. I wish I do block them, but it just never ends. It's like they just call. It's another, they, just, they just get another number. Mm. They just get another number and keep ringing. Well, yeah. I register. I thought, you know, why can't they have that for, wish, I wish they could have that for spammers. You know, mm. you register my email address with somebody that says, do not spam me. And if the yeah. spam. Yeah, we do spam, that. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll sell it to the spammers for money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Right. We can well, track the spammers down and find them. If hey, that's spam. a good one. Why don't we start a business? Do not email business. And then we sell the data to the spammers. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> that's a good idea. That is a good one. Yeah, we get the all spams the spams would love it, wouldn't they? they you, would the, you got a Russian server you can yeah. hook up. <laughs> I'll put it in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think that's just about everything done for this week. Uh, Joe, did you have anything, other, other comments on anything or anything else you wanted to get out this week? Any more uh, uh, things that you're going to, events that you're going to? Or what's the next event? Uh, no, nah, not heading to anything next week. Or, um, week off. Later on in the year, I'll be going to the IOT exhibition down in Melbourne, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. That'll be good. That'll be really good. So, yeah, take your video camera. You should do some yeah. Facebook lives for your show, your, your Facebook uh, feed. Oh, yeah, I should be able to do that. So where, where can we find you on the Facebook? It's uh, facebook.com forward slash Joe the Gadget Man. And you've also got a web page. Is that still pumping along? Yeah, that's still going. It's joethegadgetsman.com. Uh, cool. And uh, Eric, we don't know what you're doing. You're just got your stuff. I'm around. Yeah. Did you say, sorry to butt in, but did you say, Joe, um, a couple of weeks ago that you had a, a website or a, something that you couldn't get the domain name changed because you had to have a certain amount of something. That was it. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, my YouTube channel. I've just opened up a YouTube channel. Yep. And um, according to you to YouTube, you, you, you get all these random numbers and, and letters um, that represent your name. But unless you have um, 100 subscribers to your YouTube channel, they won't let you change your name. So that's what I'm looking to try and get, 100 subscribers. I was thinking about that. I thought, why doesn't Joe just point a domain name at it for now, at least? 
You can't. You can't. Just it doesn't randomly change those numbers every time, every day or anything. It must be the same numbers all the time. So you must be able to just go into your domain what? name panel and, and just, you know, do yeah. a subdomain or something. You can point it to that yeah. address. That's yeah, what but you... I'm actually talking about my own YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah but what, what I'm saying. Yeah, so what you could do, Joe, is you could come up, make a subdomain. Uh, so joethegadgetman.com forward slash, I don't know, videos. Or, or YouTube or whatever you want. Yeah, or so, or, sorry, that's just a subdirectory, but you could so, say it's like... YouTube, youtube.joethegadgetman.com. That's right. And then when and someone... Then just point that to it. Yeah, mm. when someone hits youtube.joethegadgetman.com, then it will just automatically bring up your YouTube channel. You could do something like that. But, uh, Temporarily, anyway, at least in, it's a, in yeah. the meanwhile, at least. Yeah. yeah, if you want to do something like that, Joe, give me a yell and I'll do it for you. If you want. Okay. But Very in the good. meantime, you just need people to get on and subscribe to Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically. That number. And you get the link from his Facebook page, no doubt. So mm. go to his Facebook page for now and go to his YouTube channel and hit that big red button. Don't subscribe yeah. to YouTube Red, subscribe to Joe. And the, don't subscribe to RepTube either. No. That's right. That's YouTube, that you've got to go to YouTube, Joe. Yeah. Not, not YouTube Red. You might have more fun on RedTube, but YouTube. But it might cost you more off. money on RedTube. Yeah. yeah, and your wife will see it on the credit card. Yeah, yeah it might cost you a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the monthly fee is probably a little bit more hyped up. Yeah, well, that's right. All right, let's get out of here. So, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks for coming in. Good no to see you. No worries at all. How'd your gig go last week? It was great. And you know what? I forgot to, I was going to do a bit of a Facebook feed. I thought that'll be fun. Yeah. And I went down there and I just got, I just, look, I just got so psyched. So carried away. I just didn't do it. Yeah. But I played all the usual ones, horses and, ah, yeah. you know, all those things. <laughs> but being with a different band, they didn't, they didn't, they kind of put more of a rock because they're a rock band. They're like a 90s rock band. Bed rock is what they're called. Right. Um, and they, they like to put a bit of rock on it. So when you get horses, for example, they'll put like a big, a big sort of rocky beat behind it. Yeah. Make, nice. it, make it slightly different to the original. So I got Dan there. It kind of kept me on my toes on it because things weren't always exactly the same as the CD or whatever. Yeah, right. So I kind of just lost my train of thought and forgot to Facebook it. And I was on the way home. I'm thinking, oh, damn, forgot. Yeah. You were having too much fun. That's good. Too much fun. All and right. I wasn't driving to the first gig in years that I haven't driven to. So I was able to sneak a few cold ones under the belt. Oh, so, excellent. You know, I was having a bit of fun. Even better. All right. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Uh, and uh, we'll hopefully see you next time. So don't forget, go to the website, uh, aussietechheads.com.au forward slash podcast for the show notes. They'll all be up there. Don't forget the Aussie Tech Radio news shows every Friday. And uh, that's about all there is for this week. So hopefully you are up to date. Excellent. All right. Uh, go Good New South Wales. You, yes. Go New South Wales. And uh, we should take out the series this week, fingers crossed. So let's. I'll put let's... 50 bucks that they'll, it'll be a... T- It'll be a draw. I know, I know. I'm worried. I'm worried. But anyway, but anyway, good stuff. Yep, good to see you again. Thanks, Eric and uh, Joe and Jordan. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for downloading. Cheers. Any emails? Send them. To, send them in. See ya. Catch you later. Bye, all.